Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is going to be when Trump signs the deal of the century, the Middle East peace plan, when it is all signed and it is all approved, is that the start of the tribulation? Well, the simple answer is no. (laughs) No, it is not. Those people that are saying that miss a few things, and we're going to kind of straighten that out today. Uh, Yes, I... I'm going to continue talking about the Miss the Mark book, but probably in upcoming broadcasts. Right now, what happens is sometimes things kind of pile up, and there's been several questions that have been sent to me by emails, and I sort of need to deal with some of those questions. So that's the first question. When the deal of the century or the Middle East peace plan, if it is signed and concluded, is that the start of the tribulation? No, I do not think so. Second question we're going to try to get to is, is the beast or the Antichrist alive on the earth now? In other words, is he alive and just growing up to be this adult? And the answer to that one, well, let's wait. All right, so let's go back to the first question. So when the deal of the century of the Middle East peace plan, if and when that is signed, concluded, and agreed to, is that the start of the tribulation? And why would anyone think that it would be? Well, no, it's not. Here's why they would think that, because Daniel 9.27, I'm not going to go into the verses before and explaining all that. That gets real complicated. We're going to keep it simple. Daniel 9.27 says, And he, that is speaking of the Antichrist, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until a consummation and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Now, it's going to take me five minutes to explain that one verse because there's a lot said in that. But if you want to understand what's going on, you got to get this verse. Okay, so let's go back and start it over. And he, talking about the Antichrist, shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. Now, a lot of people think that that is a peace treaty. It does not say peace treaty. So we have to be careful and make certain that we are really quoting the scriptures correctly and understanding them correctly, but in my opinion, it does have a high probability of being a peace treaty. But let me make that point in all my DVDs, which, by the way, I've got an excellent DVD series out on Daniel verse by verse that covers all of this with all kinds of pictures and background and history and research, and I think it's a triple DVD set. Prophecyclub.com. Watch instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. Also got another one on Revelation verse by verse too. Anyway, and he shall confirm the covenant. It did not say peace treaty, but in my opinion it probably is. But I'm going to tell you why I don't think it's this peace treaty. He shall confirm the covenant with many. That many, I believe, means many nations. Now I'm going to tell you right now, I think it'll probably be the, at least the highest probability And again, it does not say peace treaty. It simply says there's some kind of a covenant. Okay, so let's quote it correctly. But the highest probability, from my understanding, all of my 40-some-odd years in prophecy, I have always thought that that might, the highest probability would be the conclusion of World War III, which has started when the Russians and the, the Arabs attack Israel and the Russians attack America. And then the conclusion of World War III would have the highest probability, I did not say for certain, would have the highest probability of being the conclusion of World War III and the start of the tribulation. 
But that's just a point to watch for. We do not know that for certain. He shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. Now, that word week, there is a Hebrew word. It's Shabuah. Now, like we say a couple, and we mean two, or we say a dozen, and we mean twelve. Well, when the Hebrews say Shabuah, they mean seven. Now, did it say it's going to be an agreement for seven anythings? No, it didn't. It just says that it happens to last that long. Well, I think the conclusion of it is the return of Jesus. That would make the best sense. He shall confirm the covenant with many for one Shabuah, a one seven-year period. And in the midst of the week, now, I just recently did a whole lot of research on that word midst. I went back into the Hebrew. I dug into several different books because I was trying to answer the 2300 days, which, by the way, I think I got an answer to that after 40 years of trying to figure that one out. I just got that Friday night, and well, maybe if I have time in the upcoming broadcast, I'll bring that to you. But that one, that took 45 minutes to explain in our Bible study. That one is deep. That one's complicated. But anyway, let's go on. The point is the word midst does not mean just sometime in a seven-year period. It means halfway. It means specifically in the middle of the week, in the middle of the seven-year period. He shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. Well, right now they're not sacrificing animals in Israel, but the indirect implication is that they will start it again. But when he goes in, and this is the abomination of desolation. Remember, Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, then basically don't come down off of the rooftop, don't pack, don't collect $200, don't pass go, don't do anything, run for your life. And I believe that they will run 216 miles straight south down to the real Mount Sinai. And that will be the people that have the testimony of Jesus and keep the commandments of God. And unfortunately for most of the people in Israel, that's generally not the Jews. Okay, That's mostly the people that are gathered out of the nations. Yes, the, the Jews, but also a lot of Christians that will be building the land of unwalled villages, and that's another topic for another day, too. So let's go on. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. I believe the scriptures teach that the Antichrist will walk in and sit on the Ark of the Covenant, which is made of acacia wood, but it's overlaid with gold. So it's basically a golden throne. It's the throne of God on earth. He sits on the throne of God, and he says, I am God. He commands them to stop animal sacrifice. And, of course, that's when the image of the beast is commanded to be made, and the image of the beast requires all people who would not worship it should be killed and all that sort of stuff. Now let's go on. In the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. Now, here's the part a lot of people don't understand. We have a tendency in Scripture, me included, when we run across something we don't understand, we just keep right on reading and we just read past it. And I have to say that I recommend that because if you just stop reading the Bible, when you run across something you don't understand, you're not going to read too far. <laughs> so we have to keep on reading and then we have to go back and start fitting the pieces of the puzzle together. All right. So when it says, and for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate. Okay. What's an abomination? That's a direct attack against God. What does it mean, desolate? It means filthy. So that is saying that he is going to commit the abomination of desolation. He will sit in the Ark of the Covenant. He will say he is God. That's what it's saying. Now, 
The next word to understand is consummation. So what is a consummation? A consummation is the conclusion. All right, well, what's the conclusion? The conclusion is the final trumpets. That's when Jesus returns on the clouds with the, the armies of heaven, which you and I will be included in that. And he uses the morning star to burn up all the tares. And then the two angels with him use sharp sickles to slash all the grapes. And that's when the horse, the blood flows out of the horse, the, the wine press after the horse bridles for 1,600 furlongs. Okay, so even under the consummation, now let me back up. Hang on, hang on. We've got to get this down. And he shall confirm the covenant. Didn't say peace treaty but most likely is. So the Antichrist will make a some kind of an agreement with many nations for one seven-year period. Doesn't mean it'll be agreement of only lasting seven years. It's just that it only lasts seven years. So he's going to make some kind of a covenant with many nations. And in the middle of the week, the seven-year period means three and a half years after, after he starts it. And it, by the way, it didn't say he started it either. He just simply confirms it. He just simply goes along with it. And he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he will make it desolate. Because he, this filthy beast, this filthy man of Satan, sets on a holy place, the throne of God, that makes it filthy. Even until the consummation, or until the Ancient of Days did sit, or until Jesus returned, same thing. And that that shall be determined shall be poured upon the desolate, means that the things that have been quoted in the Holy Scriptures will be fulfilled. Now, I say all of that to say this. Back to our question. When Trump signs and the Middle East peace plan is all signed and agreed on, if it is, is that the start of the tribulation? The answer is no. Here's why. Because, and he shall confirm in a covenant with many for one week. It does not necessarily say peace treaty. It does say it lasts for one week. And in the middle of that week, he commits the abomination of desolation until Jesus returns. That's all it's simply saying. That brings the next question. What is the covenant? Well, again, my guess is probably the conclusion of World War III. You remember Dmitri was told that God would raise up China and Japan and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. Well, I think that that peace treaty signed is probably the conclusion of World War III and the start of the tribulation. But again, that is just a guess. Now, that is the first reason we don't think that that is the peace treaty. But let me go to the other one and the better reason. This is the best reason. January 22 of 06, my wife, Prophet Leslie Johnson, was told by the audible voice of God in the night, seven signs to watch for, for the fall of America. Now, this is the order she was given them, not necessarily the order that they will be fulfilled. And I have an update on them. So I got some real important information to share here in just a second. Israel refuses help to America. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice, quoting the angel that spoke to Dimitri Dudem and the fall of America was started with an internal revolution. That is saying that no, this Middle East peace treaty is not the start of the tribulation. But it leads to it, because the peace treaty has to do with Omer ushers in Palestinian state. So that is not a picture of the starting of the tribulation. 
That's the picture of the starting of the fall of America, and that's what she was told. These are the seven signs leading to the fall of America. Ehud Omert is an Israeli politician and lawyer. He served as the 12th Prime Minister of Israel from 2006 to 2009, and before that as a Cabinet Minister from 1988 to 1992, and from, here's the important part, from 2003 to 2006. Between his first and second stints as cabinet member, he served as mayor of Jerusalem from 1993 to 2003. Then, on the 4th of January, here's the important part. 4th of January, 2006, as the designated acting prime minister, Omer became acting prime minister as a result of the serious stroke suffered by then prime minister Ariel Sharon. I remember it specifically. Now, this says it was January the 4th, and I can't exactly argue with that, but I can say I remember specifically that it was the day before Leslie was given this prophecy was when I had just heard, when I had just heard that Omer had been been named the temporary acting prime minister of Israel, because the very next day she got up and she said, you want to record this? And that's when she told me about these newspaper headlines. She was told January 22. Now, why is that important? We don't know how the spelling of Omer is. Is that O-M-E-R? As in the counting of the Omer of the 49 days between First Fruits and Pentecost? Or is that Ehud Omer? Because it is pronounced the same way. Because I actually heard his name pronounced when I was in Israel on our last Israeli tour. And in Israel, they pronounce it, now we may pronounce it Omert, with a T on the end, uh, the T is silent. Israelis pronounce his name Ehud Omer. Ehud Omer. Well, that's what she heard. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. So we don't know exactly what the Omer is. And we don't know the exact spelling. Is that having to do with Ehud Omer, O-L-M-E-R-T? Or does that have to do with O-M-E-R, the 49 days from first fruits to Pentecost? Well, we don't exactly know. However, let's go on to the important part of it. This came out 6 February 2020. Headline. Obert, as in O-L-M-E-R-T, to join a boss in U.S. press conference next week, Palestinian envoy says. Now, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, this article by the Times of Israel.com is saying that Omer, O-L-M-E-R-T, is trying to push forth his Palestinian state. Why is that important? Because the 49 days between first fruits and Pentecost only happens once a year. So that reduces the possibility of us seeing the newspaper headline, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. However, if Ehud Omert, or O-L-M-E-R-T, correctly pronounced Omer, if he gets involved, that means that it could be any time in there. So let's read what it says. This is real important. Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas and former Prime Minister Ehud Omert will meet in New York City next Tuesday and participate in a joint press conference. Riyad Mansour, the Palestinian ambassador to the United Nations, confirmed on Thursday. Channel 12 first reported that the PA president and the former premier, who served 16 months in prison for bribery convictions in 2016 and 2017, that's talking about Omer, would hold a joint press conference. The channel also reported that Omer was expected to, quote, express his opposition, 
unquote, to the U.S. administration's plan to resolve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and reiterate that he and Abbas nearly concluded a peace deal before he left office in 2009 amid corruption allegations. Now, hang on. What it's saying is Ehud Omer is getting involved and thinks that he can come up with a peace deal better and faster than President Trump. Well, it doesn't make any difference whether it's President Trump coming up with the split of Israel or Ehud Omer. If America is involved in that split, God is going to split America. Now, if Trump can pull his fingers out of it, and if he just lets Mahmoud Abbas and Ehud Omer deal with it themselves, in other words, if Israel wants to give the Palestinians a state and America's not twisting any arms, then I would like to think that America will not be split because we didn't have anything to do with the split. That could be good, real, real good news. Now, it also could mean that the split of Israel is very close. Either way, in other words, the point is, is we got two people working to try to split Israel. Ehud Omer and President Trump. Omer last publicly met Abbas in December of 2018, during which time he spoke highly of the PA president and argued that if he had remained in office, he and Abbas would have achieved a peace deal. Now, the point is here. We got two peace deals. Now, if Israel, aside from America, splits herself, then I would like to think that America is not going to be split. Whereas this Trump deal, the deal of the century, openly and clearly splits Israel. So as prophecy students, as Christians that want to see our nation continue, I think it's very important that we, A, pray that President Trump and all of his workers, those people report to him, do not split Israel. However you want to say that, do not America does not want to be part of splitting Israel. That's what I'm trying to say. We split Israel, God will split us. However, if this Omer comes in here and Omer splits Israel, we could very easily see the headline that says Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Well, I like to think that that one would not involve the splitting of America. Now, you may be saying, yeah, but... If the headline still says Omer ushers in Palestinian state, it still says that America is heading to uh, the fall and the attack of Russia. Well, yes, it does. But it didn't say that America was split. So I'd like to see as many happy days between now and the fall of America, which we know is inevitable. And let me take a second to explain that. When you got six chapters in the Bible that says God is going to destroy your nation, what is the likelihood of us being able to see Jesus and say, hey, I got a question. How come you didn't destroy America when Revelation 18, Jeremiah 50, 51, Isaiah 13, and 21 all say you will? Well, I love to hear because America repented. But when you got six chapters, I think the best thing we can hope for and pray for is a delay and a softening of that judgment. The Mayfire Compact was when God made his covenant with America. In other words, that was the covenant that our forefathers signed before they even got off the Mayflower, and that was signed November, listen carefully to the date, November the 11th, 1620. Our forefathers said that they were forming a new nation for the furtherance of the Christian faith. Unquote. Look it up. I have. Now, I think it's interesting that the 
presidential election is taking place November the 3rd of 2020. Isn't that about 400 years to the day from the day that our forefathers signed an agreement with God to start a new nation for the furtherance of the Christian faith, the Mayflower Compact? Certainly looks like it. Meaning, I wonder if shortly after the election, and I believe that Trump will be elected, but shortly after that, if his election is not also part of the internal revolution. I'll say it again. Remember the angel that spoke to Dimitri said the fall of America would start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack and defeat America in one day, in one hour, so great riches will come to naught. What I'm trying to say here, let me kind of summarize what I'm getting to. So is Trump's deal of the century, the Middle East peace plan, if it is signed, the start of the tribulation? No, no, absolutely not. However, if it is signed and if it splits Israel, it will be the beginning of the fall of America, according to the prophecies. Miss the mark is designed to be given to anyone, even if they're of another religion and it's Short, it's easy to read, it's very simple, but if they read this book, they will never take the mark of the beast. This new book, Miss the Mark, exposes the nine, there may be more, but at least nine of the deceptions that the beast will use to deceive, if it were possible, even the very elect. And brothers and sisters, you have to understand, the beast is coming for you. You are number one on his list. So the first person needs to read this is you so that you do not fall for these deceptions. Look, you may be saying, oh, no, 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 I'll never deny Jesus. Look, since Lucifer, he's only given three and a half years to rule, but he has been working on this plan for some 6,000 years. And he knows he is coming after the Christians more than anything. The rest of them would be easy, easy targets. It's the Christians that specifically have read Revelation 13 and know about the mark of the beast. Those are his biggest targets. It does not teach anyone complicated Bible prophecy. It briefly explains the tribulation, the beast antichrist, and how convincing he will be. It names and explains nine of the deceptions that we know he'll use, possibly more. How to spot the mark of the beast, not to take it. It also has Ken Peters' dream of him living in the tribulation and Ron White's very convincing story of how he found the Ark of the Covenant, proving Jesus literally is the Lamb of God who died for all of our sins, and it invites them to receive Jesus. Even if they don't receive Jesus, they will never take that mark. They will never take that mark of the beast. It's designed to be given to anyone. It's thin, easy to read, probably three hours. At least I read it in three hours. It's one for 20, and then after that, we offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One shrink wrap set of 10 for 25, two for 40, four for 60. Obviously, that's near printing cost. Hopefully, you can get them into the hands of a lot of people. And the next thing I want you to do is order my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Uh, about three years ago, I memorized the book of Revelation. And in the process, I received 30 revelations and two visions and one audible voice, which I wrote in this book. One of the visions showed me two books, the book of Moses or the Torah and the book of Revelation. Then I saw like a yellow time tunnel, like about the size of like a stick of butter between them. And then the Lord downloaded to my heart that this is the secret door that links the feasts of Leviticus 
to the prophecies of Revelation. And that secret door is one word. And that word is first fruits. And when you link the feasts of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation for the first time, we can know the end time events in their correct order. You see, Revelation is not written in the correct order. It jumps around. It skips. The back flap of the book is two large prophecy charts putting the events of Revelation in proper order. I promise you, you do not know anything in this book. These are all new revelations. No one has emailed me saying, oh, I already knew all this stuff. They say, well, I love the book. I learned a whole lot from the book, and I'm having to read through it a second time because it is that deep. It's, it's not difficult. Everybody says it's not difficult. It's just deep. It's, there's a lot to learn in it. One prophetic word said, there's a lock that I put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. And it will turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Prophet Andre Bronkhorst prophesied, You have a gift of revelation. It's gifting. It's not normal. The greatest scholars in the world today don't have that gift. But you've got the gift. It's upon you. I hear God saying as a sign, your sons and daughters, that's you folks listening, will carry that same revelation. You will open up their eyes to see as well. Their eyes will be enlightened. They will witness, and they will see it's not secondary information they're getting. They will see that the same revelation that you have been given will come forth in their lives as well in this season. You see, of the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades, that's one of the things I want to do. I want to anoint you with my revelation oil so that you can receive that same revelation spirit that I received when I memorized the book of Revelation. And people I've laid hands on and prayed that they get it say that they have received it. So the first thing you want to do is get the new book, Miss the Mark. Second thing you want to do is get the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. That's one for 20, five for 30, and 10 for 55. Get those at prophecyclub.com. Then go to Sevenfold Miracle Crusades and get yourself signed up for this crusade. This crusade is going to do two things for you. I don't care where you are. I don't care what walk, what your past has been. Here's what this is going to do for you. One, I'm going to teach you how to teach Bible prophecy, how to understand the charts so that when these things fall apart, when these end times hit, see, God has told me, he's calling me to Build an army of prophecy teachers working miracles. He wants you to go into the vineyard. This is your call. I'm saying right now, if you're listening, God is calling you to go into his vineyard and to be able to give an answer to the scared little rabbits that all of a sudden wake up and find themselves uninformed and ill-prepared to deal with the end times. He's brought you to this broadcast because he has a call. It's a door. It's an opportunity. Now, you don't have to walk through the door. You can go play and have a good time if you want to. But if you want to build the kingdom of God, if you want to win souls, then this is the way you do it. First thing is I'm going to teach you how to teach Bible prophecy so you can understand it. I'm going to anoint you with the revelation oil so that you can supernaturally understand these things about the end times and, and Bible prophecy. You get yourself to this crusade. Second thing it's going to do, Leslie is going to teach you through her school of the prophets. Well, I don't want to become a prophet. Yeah, but you want to be walking in miracles, right? You want to be able to, to lay hands on people and see those sevenfold miracles. When, when this trouble hits, if you want to be a part of the solution, if you want to minister, if you want to help people, then you got to have some training. 
And that's specifically what this is all about. It's not just teaching you to be a prophet, but you have to understand how to hear the voice of God, how to walk in that. And that's what Leslie is going to teach you. I specifically asked her again. I said, so they will get the ability to walk in miracles or sevenfold miracles, whatever God is doing at the time. As a result of going through your school of the prophets, she looked at me and smiled. She said, absolutely, absolutely. And I believe if you're listening right now, your call is to be able to give an answer. In a time of trouble and to walk in sevenfold miracles, we're supposed to walk like Jesus walked. So first, get missed the mark. Second, get secret door to understand Bible prophecy. Third, Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and get yourself signed up to go. And by the way, you want to be sure and get the meal package. It's a great deal. You're not going to beat it. You're not going to beat it. It's convenient. I'm, I'm just telling you the best deal is get the meal package. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. And if you went last year, you needed to call our office or check it out about getting you a, a yellow shirt. If you want to help the crusade because you were there last year, then you want a yellow shirt. If you were there last year, you might want to call our office and find out about being a yellow shirt. That's someone that's going to be helping Leslie to teach this school of the prophets. 